0: Welcome back to another episode of AFK Discussions. It's your boy Ty, and always with me is my boy Jason. What's up, Jason? What's up, man? How you no. been doing this week? Uh, dude, chilling, chilling. Work's been I I've seen you a couple times at work this week. Um, I wasn't in the I was in the office two days this week instead of three. So we didn't get we didn't get too much time to to really chat or whatever the case may be. But um, yeah, man. The week's week's been good. Work's been good. How about you?
1: yeah it's been pretty good i had a few photo shoots this week so it's been busy but uh good nonetheless so uh you've been playing any video games this week man
0: um to be honest uh the the usual suspects the the new wrath of the uh the lich king classic is coming out for a while so i've been leveling some characters and wow um played a little bit of destiny um really really excited tomorrow is the day that uh Curse of Osiris comes back, uh, so I really can't wait for that. Get a get a fire team together and get in there and get some sweet, sweet loot. And you,
1: sweet loot? Yeah, I've been playing Destiny also. Um, just been running some Crucible. Yeah, playing some Fortnite with my kids. My kids love Fortnite. We, you know, get a group together.
0: Is Rory still wearing you out,
1: dude? Rory is a beast. I'm serious, man. He he owns Fortnite nine years old
0: and he just destroys everyone. It's crazy dude actually unreal coming over your house that day and just watching him demolish people it's it, it's crazy dude because he's like watch me watch me and then he like destroys some kid and you know it's like some 18 20 year old on the other side raging
1: yeah, dude. He, he's crazy. And he trash talks so much. It's so funny. I, I really want to get like a Twitch channel going just so people can hear him trash talk people
0: because it's so funny. I know we've been talking about like me getting on there with you guys and, and playing, playing a couple of games. We're going to have to do that really soon. I, I think it'd be really fun. I, I definitely want Rory to have a mic, though, so I can hear every little bit of that sweet, sweet trash talk.
1: Dude, he's got a mic. He's He's ready for it. Dude, I'm ready. I'm ready for
0: it.
1: All right, man. So, hey, did you hear about the new Disney Plus show, Werewolf by Night?
0: I have not, but I'm to be honest, I don't I don't have Disney Plus. Um, so but but Werewolf shows, uh speaking of Werewolf shows, um I've actually been watching, well, rewatching Unpopular opinion. Teen Wolf is an amazing TV show. Um, I, I don't want to say amazing. It is. It is very cringeworthy, um, but it, it's really cool. It's got werewolves and and banshees and and all kinds of supernatural cool things in it. So I, I really enjoy the show. It's a little drama filled um, and it is a little cringy, but I, I, I like trash TV. So um, but what, what's this new? What's this new Disney Plus show about?
1: So Werewolf by Night is a Marvel comic show. Um, So it was originally from the 1970s. Um, It's really cool. They had a lot of horror comics back in the 70s. They had Werewolf by Night. They had Tomb of Dracula, which uh, if you're familiar with the character Blade, Blade was introduced in Tomb of Dracula.
0: Yeah, I know who Blade is.
1: Werewolf by Night actually introduced the Moon Knight, which they just had a series about. Uh, but they're doing some really cool with Werewolf by Night. It's all black and white, and it's got this really moody, like, the Lon Chaney werewolf uh, feel to it from the old, like, what, what were they? The um, universal monster movies, you know, like the Wolfman, Frankenstein, Dracula, all those old, like, really, like, yeah. Gose kind of uh, monster movies.
0: I'm going to be honest with you, man. I'm not a huge fan of like the black and white, like, like what's, what was that movie called with Bruce Willis Sin City? It, it, that kind of, it, from what you just described, that kind of to me is the same vibe. Um, man, I, if I'm being completely honest, I don't really dig it. Uh, I, I'd be interested to watch it just because I think it'd be like, it, it sounds interesting, but the, the vibe of the black and white honestly might throw me off just a tad bit.
1: Yeah, I mean, I know it's not for everyone, but I just think it's cool. It's got that really nostalgia of the old horror movies. Um, I I think it's going to be awesome. But that's just that's just me. Of course, I I liked Sin City. I thought it was a great movie, but I was a fan of the comic books also. And the comic books Sin City is black and white, so I can I know why they did it. But also, if you uh, did you watch Sin City
0: at all? Yeah, I've seen parts of it and and super, super unpopular opinion of not being a big fan of that kind of stuff, because I know there's a ton of people out there. And I I think that there's probably some people that definitely think that Sin City is like somewhat a a cult classic. Anyways, I've not really watched it. Right. Like I've seen parts of it.
1: So the cool thing they do in Sin City is they have splashes of color throughout. Like sometimes the blood is color. There's like this character called the yellow man, he's yellow and it's, it, it's really impactful when that happens. Um, I just, I just love it. So, okay. But man, yeah, werewolf by night is going to be awesome. Um, I'm a huge fan of that. that series. Um, I'm a huge fan of man thing. And I think man thing was introduced in werewolf by night. If you don't know who man thing is, he's kind of like the DC swamp thing, but uh, Marvel and DC had this long, running back and forth where they kind of copied each other's characters. You know, if you think about it, DC has Green Arrow, Marvel has Hawkeye. I mean, it's just sort of this back and forth. And it's, it's, it's going to be really cool. I think their whole, they're setting up this whole monster universe for Marvel because you, you already have Moon Knight, you have Werewolf by Night, you have um, the Man-Thing coming in in the Werewolf by Night series. You have Blade coming back soon. Um, I think they're just setting up so much stuff. Ghost Rider, it, it's just gonna it's gonna be awesome to see.
0: Dude, speaking of like DC versus Marvel, I don't know if you saw the new trailer drop for Black Adam. That movie looks insane. It looks like a straight banger. Like. I know that DC doesn't have like a good track record when it comes to like superheroes, supervillains, villains, um, heroes, villains, what, whatever, whatever kind of movies or you want to or genre you kind of want to put on it. But I know they've not had a really good run with like Superman versus Batman wasn't that good. Justice League um, kind of got sent back to the drawing board um, and, and the Snyder Cut came back out. But I'm going to be 100 with you, dude the black Adam movie looks insane. And if it is, is, if it's half as good as the trailer makes it out to be dude, Marvel's in trouble because the new Marvel and the way they're going with some of these things um, definitely doesn't look like it's going to be as good as what some, some of the stuff that DC is cooking up right now, if I'm being honest with you.
1: I mean, yeah, it can go either way. I'm, I'm a huge Marvel fan. I'm, I'm DC. I follow some of their stuff and not all of it. I'm more of a Marvel head, but um, yeah, I mean, DC, I mean, if they get the right directors and stuff, they could totally just take off with it. Yeah, Black Adam looks, it does look incredible. The Rock, I mean, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, you know, I mean, who could cast a better Black Adam than that? I mean, come on. And I mean, you know, Black Adam ties in with Shazam. I thought the Shazam movie was incredible. Zachary Levi, I mean, perfect casting. He's such a good actor. He's such a good dude. I mean, I've, I met him at Dragon Con a few years ago, and he's just a down to earth, just nice guy, just took time to talk to you, and didn't rush you through the line. Usually, you know, most actors are just like, oh, hey, how are you going? How's it going? You know, go ahead, you know, move along, move along, next person. But this guy, he actually legitimately took time to talk to you and, you know, just act like he really cared about people. So, I mean, just a good dude.
0: I think the only thing that Marvel really has over DC right now is like the amount of actors that Marvel has already cast and the amount of actors who are like locked into contracts. Right. So like at this point, who do you go, man, who could now play the Green Lantern or reprise the role of Green Lantern after Ryan Reynolds destroyed it? But then Ryan Reynolds does something like Deadpool and he freaking kills it. Right. Like he was made for that, that superhero. Right. So it, I, I definitely think it will be interesting in the future to see how DC decides to like cast some of these movies. And I think that's going to be a huge determining factor. But it, it, speaking of Green Lantern, like I think Ryan Gosling is the Green Lantern would be correct. I think that would be I think that would probably be the perfect the perfect Green Lantern, if yeah. I had to say.
1: Yeah, I could I could totally see that, man. But think thing about Ryan Reynolds is I mean Ryan Reynolds is Wade Wilson, he is dead Deadpool totally through and through. I mean every character he plays is pretty much Deadpool. I mean that it seems like when that comic book ribs was written, it was written for Ryan Reynolds. I mean no doubt that I mean he is Deadpool. I mean I don't care what anybody says. If you go back and watch um Blade 3, he's in that he's plays like um uh, a side character, I can re- I cannot remember the name of his character, but dude, he is Deadpool in that movie, like totally Deadpool. It's crazy. Go back and watch that movie. You'll be really like, I
0: think his name is Wade in the movie. Um, uh, That sounds weird. I definitely think it, I, I, I remember the scene because he they used to talk about it in interviews all the time. I remember the scene where he's like chained up by the vampires, and there's like a female vampire being like, "Oh, hey, Wade," blah blah blah. And, um, the reason they always chat up that scene is cause he's like stupid jacked in that scene. Right. And yeah. so that's what I was like, how did you get in such good shape for this role? And he's like, you know, I just eat tuna fish and work out forever.
1: <laughs> eat tuna. Fi- I need to start eating some tuna fish and working out, I guess. Dude,
0: that's <laughs> rough, dude. Rough. But, but back to, um, back to the, the new Disney plus show, um, when does it come out like if if I did want to watch it when could I expect to like see it is it soon is it Halloween maybe I mean I mean what are we looking at here
1: October 8th that's when it comes out it, it I'm just I'm so on board for it man I, I'm just I'm serious of course I love werewolves so much so let me let me t- get you into the backstory of why I love werewolves so much so my parents they were good parents They didn't really make great decisions when it came to what I watched as a child. (laughs) Um, I remember this so vividly. Uh, My parents were watching American werewolf in London. I don't know if anybody's seen that movie, but it, it terrified me. (laughs) I think I was like five or six watching this. And there's this transformation scene it's like it's legendary it's like one of the best werewolf transformations ever created and this was created back in the 80s it just scarred me for life i'm seriously i was so terrified I, I remember like sleeping with the lights on and going and getting better with my parents and that werewolf howl after he transforms it just oh man i just it, it, heard in my dreams
0: is this the movie where he transformed into a werewolf and like a like a medical gallery
1: So that is the sequel. I think the American werewolf in Paris. Okay. um, Okay. Yeah. So there is the American werewolf in London. He first transforms in like an alleyway, but it's, it's got this like huge backstory about there's two guys they are hitchhiking across Europe. They find this pub and they go in the pub and the people are like, you know, locals only, you know, get out of here. you Americans pretty much and then the ladies like you know don't send them on the road tonight because the wolf you know pretty much and um they pretty much kick them out you know they go down this road and uh
0: they get attacked by a werewolf I mean, sounds, sorry sounds sorry like to ruin times. it no 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 sounds like modern times it doesn't sound like the 70s i can yeah. imagine i can imagine walking into a bar in europe and somebody being like get out american <laughs> yeah i mean i
1: don't know about in in london or i think it was, it was like the countryside of england I mean, they're pretty much, uh, I think, friendly to Americans. (laughs) I mean, maybe if you were like in somewhere like, you know, Eastern Europe, maybe.
0: Yeah, I've seen the movie Hostile. Um, I will avoid Eastern Europe probably for the rest of my existence on this planet.
1: (laughs) So, man. Yeah. So that movie just kind of scarred me for life. I don't know. I kind of got a thirst for it Um, after I got over being scared of it. um, Like some of the classics. Stephen King, silver bullet, that movie was just incredible. You got the howling series and the 19, uh, it's it's 19. Gosh, I don't know the black and white Wolfman series. I'm not going to misquote when it was uh, produced, but then, you know, you got more modern day, uh, you got the underworld series, which is incredible. Vampires versus werewolves.
0: Um, I like the theme of that. I like. I like the terminology for werewolves in that movie i like i like that they call them lichens the lichens look okay um in the movie I don't know man i I kind of like the underworld series I, I like the earlier ones and i like um the, the I don't know if it's like the third one where it's like the origin story of of underworld um that one's really good, so no yeah yeah i I don't know. I like a couple of the Underworld series, um, but I definitely like their portrayal of dogmen and werewolves in in the Underworld series. It's it's really good.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's really cool. Um, The only thing I don't like about them is when they're in the full werewolf form. I don't like the short snouts. I think they need to have like a long snout, which later on in the series, they do bring like the I I cannot think of his name. He's like the first werewolf, right? And he's got that traditional long snout werewolf look. I don't know. I, I love those movies. I mean, they're the, you know, the later in the series are kind of dumb, but you know, I still like them.
0: Not to uh, dive too far into it though, but like you got to think maybe since he's one of the first werewolves that, um, and I wish I could remember his name too. Now, now that you said something about it, I think his name is Victor.
1: Yeah. I um, think it is.
0: Maybe any, anyways, anywho, um, maybe that's like a genetic deformity that they've, that they've, developed over thousands of years of of not having pure blood werewolves right like maybe that's just the cause of it being like maybe they're just secondhand werewolves right werewolf in-laws <laughs> that's pretty funny
1: man so the underworld series i got i gotta talk about this because it there's like a controversy going on because I'm, I'm a big old nerd and you know i play dnd i've you know played a bunch of role-playing games like coming up in my high school. So there's this uh, company called white wolf games and they had um, vampire, the masquerade, which uh, people have probably heard about. Um, They had another game called werewolf, the apocalypse, which uh, is not as popular as uh, vampire, but it was still pretty good. Um, We played werewolf and I love that game so much, man. It was awesome. And then whenever they said underworld was coming out and I saw the trailer, I was like, dude, this is like a white wolf games movie. It's gotta be, it wasn't, it was a total rip off. Cause you know, vampires versus werewolf. That's the whole thing about the world of darkness in white wolf games is the werewolf versus the vampires. And it was kind of a rip off and there was a big lawsuit. And I think, I don't think either side really won. I think they may have given it to the movie studio because they had more money,
0: but, um, Well, there has to be like, there has to be more detail to it, right? Like they can't just be like, Hey, you ripped off our game and turned it into a movie because werewolves versus vampires is that's a, that's an old topic, dude. I'm sure that's been around for since the, since the early 1900s, since they started putting werewolves and vampires in movies, right? Like everyone wants to see two monsters fight each other. So I'm sure that it had to be more than that. I don't know all the details behind it. And, And I've, I don't think I've ever played Vampire Masquerade. I did go to Gen Con a couple of months ago and they had a section just dedicated to that game and a lot of demos going on. Unfortunately, we didn't have like a lot of time to sit down and play it. Um, I would love to play a game like that, though, like a vampires versus werewolf like type tabletop RPG. I think that'd be really cool.
1: Dude, I can hook you up,
0: man. (laughs) <laughs> we need to get a game night going, dude.
1: Yeah, dude. I can I can totally run that game. I I know it in and out because you know, like I said, I grew up playing that stuff. So
0: I, I got you. You heard it here, guys. We're having a game night. Everybody go to Jason's house.
1: Yeah. Um. So, man. So let's get into this. So, you know, I told you my backstory. I love werewolves, and I've been digging into this. What is the lore of werewolves? Where did all this legend come from? And is it more than legend? I, I I mean, it seems like it to me because I've been reading all this stuff and I'm like, yes, there's a lot of legends and lore's and myths, but there's also some accounts that are pretty credible, especially back in the day. There's like all these talk of these dog headed people that interacted with It wasn't just one group of people. I mean, they were in China, India, Egypt, Greece, medieval Europe. There's all of these accounts of these dog headed people who weren't like. Vicious beast, but they were cultured and they would trade with them, you know, trade goods, and they're all in all the accounts. The the dog-headed creatures do not talk, they growl and bark, and that's how they communicate, but they understood English, and it's it's so weird. So they called them cynocephaly. I don't know. I guess that is the Greek dog man <laughs> word. I don't know the exact <laughs> definition of what cynocephaly means in English. Um but one of the earliest examples is the Ag- Egyptian god Anubis. I mean it's a jackal head on this god. Um and it, it there's like paintings throughout the world of these dog-headed creatures, there's like medieval paintings and it's it's just it's so weird dude. There's there's got to be more to it than just what we're being told, you know?
0: Well, and I and you got to think too like Going back to like the, 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 what you first said about them not being able to speak, but they can understand English. I mean, my dog goose understands sit, go lay down, you know, through outside things like that. Right. Like not that he knows English. I think that would be foolish to say, but he can definitely sense the tones in my voice, but when you when you talk about the god Anubis, I just want to say any any sort of rendition of Anubis, I think is really, really cool. Are you familiar with what Anubis would do?
1: Oh yeah, dude. Totally. He was like the god of uh I'm I'm gonna probably butcher this. You may have to correct me. Um he was like the god of the underworld, sorta. He or he protected like the dead and helped the dead go to like the river Styx. Um and the the whole reason that he came about was because the jackals would go into the graveyards and dig up bodies and consume them. That's, that's where they got the whole idea of Anubis being a jackal headed God. But, you know, that's, that's, it's crazy. I mean, it totally seems like a a werewolf to me, you know?
0: I mean, yeah, but I I think that, um, at least like in any sort of rendition that I've ever seen Anubis in, I mean, he's more of a God than a werewolf. I think Um, that doesn't mean that he's not a dog headed man, right? Like, because we're all made in God's image, right? Like, what does that tell you right there? Um, So I definitely think it is super, super interesting. um, But it also could be like just straight folklore, right? It could just be, Hey, these jackals are doing this and this guy tells this guy and the next guy tells the door next, you know, the pyramid next door. And then before you know it, um, a, a god, the god Anubis is born, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, totally. So, this is, this is the weird thing. So, as far back as the 5th century BCE, a Greek doctor wrote about dog-headed men living in India. And later, a Greek explorer described dog-headed men also in India. And it's, it's, I mean, it's not, talked about as legend is talked about it. these guys went there and they saw them and they interacted with them and this is where it gets very bizarre right so St. Christopher of the Catholic Church in artworks he is portrayed as having a dog head and that's that's really crazy so <laughs> I don't know it's, it's, it's so weird and also man, Marco Polo he, he, like, encountered these guys when he was doing his travels around the world. <laughs> so, apparently, like, in the, I'm going to butcher his name, I think it's Adiman Islands, in the Bay of Bengal, that he reported seeing dog-headed people. Um, that's, that's crazy. And even the legend of King Arthur, it says that his army... Defeated a band of dog-headed soldiers in the mountains surrounding Edinburgh. You got to say Ed, it like that,
0: Edinburgh, Ed, Edinburgh. <laughs> so that, that's crazy, I guess. Too then, like, what is the? I would, I would. My first question would be like, what is the significance of like the places that these dog-headed men appeared? Right, first in India, uh, then in Rome or Greece, then you know in like how are these i guess how are there so many sightings but there's no documentation right like other than what i'm assuming is like journals where where these where these sightings were were found right
1: there's journals um there's a lot of medieval artwork and it's not just like one or two paintings that there's like Six or seven, and then there's like little like illustrations that aren't a painting, they're just like pen and ink illustrations. That I mean, there's got to be something more to it, man. I mean, all these people who you know are disconnected by centuries are encountering something very similar. I don't know, it's 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 stranger than fiction, I think.
0: <laughs> so, do you think there's like a lot of truth to it or?
1: I'm not saying there's a lot of truth, but I'm saying that there's a possibility. Um, I'm not saying that someone can turn from a human into a wolf man. I'm not necessarily saying that, but there could be, I mean, just like the legend of Bigfoot. I mean, you know, there there's so much wilderness we haven't explored. I mean, there could be a dog headed creature out there. I mean, who's to say that doesn't exist? I mean, nobody's been found. So you can't you can't prove one way or another. I mean, you could say, yes, I believe one. there's one, you know, and you could say, no, there's absolutely no. But I mean, even if you're absolutely sure that there's not one without proof, there's, you know, you can't say yes or no. I mean, you're both could be
0: wrong. <laughs> well, and <laughs> I, just, I think the, the burden of proof lies on the person who's like, hey, I saw a werewolf or a dog man or a giant creature that resembles a wolf on two legs or whatever the case may be. Right. And like technology these days is cracked, right? Like it would be so hard to determine whether or not a photo has been doctored. Like, and you see so much stuff now on social media, on like Facebook and Instagram and all these other places, um, videos with like deep fakes and all this other stuff. So I, I think everybody's a skeptic. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely a skeptic, right? I, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I don't think werewolves are, are real. I don't, I don't think that there is dog had been now. That doesn't mean that there hasn't been in the past or whatever the case may be. But even even if somebody had video proof, that was a hundred percent legit there there's no way i would even believe it if they posted it everywhere right i'd be like oh that's not real there's no way that's real right so how do you change the minds of people who are like like me right i would have to see it to believe it
1: oh yeah i mean the only way to prove it 100 percent is to have a body that's the only way to prove it um I mean, yeah, you can have hair samples, scat, all that. But, I mean, still, it's not going to be proof enough for people until there's an actual body found. Um, but, I mean, there's, gosh, there's so many, like, sightings. Even today, there's sightings of this thing. I don't I don't know. I mean, I don't like the term dog man. I just, I, I mean, it just sounds kind of silly to me because m- my son has these dog man books. And uh, they're about this, like, cartoon dog. And that's what I think of (laughs) when I hear dog man. So, you know, um, I I like to turn werewolf better. Um, But, yeah, man, I mean, gosh. Even today, like, in America, there's so many sightings. And I've heard these stories, like, firsthand, like, on other podcasts. Um, Like, the guys will call in and tell their stories. Um, The one that really is impactful, there was one on... The confessionals podcast. I think the episode was called "Dog versus Dog Man," and that the guy's voice. I mean, it is. I mean, if that guy's lying, he's a good liar. But I don't think he's lying. I mean, he saw something out there, man. The episode is three thirty-five on the Confessionals podcast. If anyone wants to check it out, but I mean, it was the guy is so believable. That Tony from from the Confessionals, uh, Tony Merkel, he made a documentary. He went to Kentucky. He went in the woods and made a documentary trying to track down this dog, man. I mean, you don't, (laughs) you don't do that unless you believe the person is telling the truth. And this guy, I'm telling you what, dude, he convinces me that he saw something and it was not natural. And
0: it's, it's, it's scary to think about. Well, let's, let's work on the assumption that, that werewolves are real, right? Like, why wouldn't it just be like a common knowledge thing, right? Because I I can't even fathom that people would be like, hide your kids, hide your wives, those werewolves out here, and people are rushing to the store and buying up all the bread and milk like it's COVID nineteen part two. Like I don't I. I don't know. I really just don't see a reason why if it did exist, you would need to keep a lid on it, right? Because there's there's other very terrifying things right in our own backyard. It's like, dude, bears insane, man. I, I if I went to take out my trash and there was a bear, the the level of fear that I would have would be the same for a bear as it would be for a werewolf. I mean, I'm gonna be like, oh dude, I'm dead either way, right? Like I can't be more dead. I don't I don't think that that's a thing, but I I don't see a reason why if they were real, people wouldn't know about it, because I think there are already creatures on this planet that are really, really scary to begin with.
1: Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, there's creatures that are scary. that are natural creatures. I mean, 100 percent, you know, I mean, bobcats. I mean, they're little smaller, like than panthers and stuff. But, dude, I, I wouldn't want to mess with a bobcat. No way, dude, that thing would mess you up. I mean, even a house cat can mess you up if they're mad at you. Dude. I got I got three of them. I mean, he just wants to play and claws my arm
0: to death, you know? <laughs> cats Cats are nothing to play with. I've seen some, too many funny videos of cats, like, latching onto people's legs and biting them, dude. And cats are, like, I feel like cats are so slippery, too. Like, it would, if a cat wanted to get on you, dude, there's no shot you could keep that cat off of you. Like, no shot at all. No, no.
1: Man, uh, but shh, I'm serious. I'm just, I'm, I'm convinced that there's something strange going on. I'm not saying necessarily 100% it's a dog man, but there's something weird in the woods of America that is going on. Um, there's too many, uh, too many eyewitness stories uh, to something not be happening. You know, I mean, everyone's not lying. <laughs> I mean, if they, if everyone is lying, then I mean. They're really good liars, <laughs> they're actors. I don't know, man. I mean, there's there's more to it, dude. There's 100% more to their stories than
0: just straight up fiction, you know? Have you ever had like a strange encounter that you might think like, you know what? This might be a werewolf. Dude.
1: Dude, yeah. I, I do have a strange encounter. Um, So I was actually on the Confessionals podcast. I told my story. Back in the day. Um, it was mainly a ghost story that happened in my parents' house growing up. But, so, me and my friends went skateboarding late at night because, you know, if you skate during the day, you will get harassed by the cops. So, you know, we went out and we were driving down this road um, and we saw this. I mean, it, it was huge. It was like, <laughs> the car, we were in a... Gosh, what was it? It was a Toyota, small, small Toyota. But this creature, it, it looked like a wolf to me, but it was like the size of a Great Dane or bigger than a Great Dane, like a small horse. That's what it looked like to us. And we like all freaked out. Um, so it came out of the woods. There's like a little swampy area. It okay. came out of the woods, swampy area. It stepped into the middle of the road, like one step. Boom! Mill the road. It's on all fours, not on, not on uh, two legs. Stepped in Mill Road. Next step over, back into the other side. Into the, back into the woods.
0: So right, wait, right, right, right. Right, wait, 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 wait. wait. how many? How many steps slash leaps or gallops? If it's a big gallopy great dang or something, how many? How many skip step hops did it take for it to get across the street?
1: So it'd be like you know, one foot into the middle of the road you know like a you know it's four four legs so you know one step you know front foot there and the back foot comes to the middle and the front foot goes to the you know the other side and then you know the back foot follows. you know so
0: you make it sound like though like that is such a huge distance like you would have to long jump i feel like from it would it would be hard if you stood on the side of the road and it jumped with both feet planted to the middle and then jumped to the other side. So that thing had to be really, really big and or moving very, very fast.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was huge. And I mean, I don't know how fast it was going. I mean, it was going pretty fast. Um, I can't judge the speed, but I just know it was, it was big. I, I still don't know what it is, but it, like I said, I don't want to jump to conclusions. I mean... There's not many wolves in our area and the wolves we have here. They're not huge. They're like the red wolves, which are like large dogs. I mean, we have coyotes. The coyotes are pretty big, but they're still not that big. Um, It it was dude. It was weird. Um, How old were you when it happened?
0: This was like after high school. So like 19, I guess. Oh man, Jason, you're so old brother. How how long ago? (laughs) Oh gosh, dude, come on now. There were their cell phones. Could you have recorded it?
1: Yes, there were cell phones. No, they did not. I mean, they had cameras, but they weren't great cameras. Um, Gosh, maybe they didn't have cameras.
0: No shot. (laughs) The camera had to be really, really bad back then for sure.
1: Yeah. I I mean, it was, I want to say maybe it was at maybe I was in college.
0: Maybe 98. Oh, my God. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Definitely good to record it. (laughs) Did you I mean, did you tell anybody? I mean, if you would have told anybody, do you think anybody would have believed you?
1: Oh, there's people in the car with me. I mean, they they saw it, too.
0: Well, Well, did you tell anybody?
1: Yeah, I mean, we I mean, you know, back then I was like, we saw this huge wolf. You know, I didn't think anything of it. I didn't think until I started hearing about this phenomenon, of the dog, man. And I was like, maybe that's who knows that could have been it. I mean, it, it was. It was larger than a normal creature. That's all I can say. I can't. Like I said, I can't say if it was or wasn't. I can just say what I saw. So
0: you guys should have went back and like looked for it, dude. In college, man, I was. Dude, I was such a weirdo. I'm a weirdo now, to be to be honest with you. But like in college, like if I would have seen something like that, I would have immediately went and got my friend Chris. And I would have been like, dude, get your stuff. Call call Zach. we we're call Kyle. We're going into the woods. We gotta figure out what it is, right? I I mean, did you not like investigate it more? Or was it just like a freak? Oh, this thing happened. And then I just went on about my life.
1: I mean, that's pretty much it. We just went on about
0: our life. I mean, (laughs) I don't know why I said the name Zach. I've never, I've had a friend, Zach, like one time in my entire life. (laughs) So people who are listening to this podcast that know me and go, who is Zach? I I don't know who Zach is. I'm just making names up, right? Like Chris and Kyle are real people, but I, I, yeah, Zach, I'm sorry. I don't know who you are, man. Sorry,
1: Zach. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, man. I don't, man. It was, you know, we are you know, still kids. It was late at night. I mean, just kind of went, went on about us, our lives and, you know, didn't think about it again. But another thing that happened in my area, I was, I didn't experience this, but I had friends that experienced it. So there was like a girl that went to our high school and she had, she used to live in this house behind, there's a, like a Walmart and there's like wooded area back there. And she used to live there and apparently it was really messed up and like some spooky stuff went on. Um, I don't know all the details. I don't want to say any details without knowing fully, you know, what, what happened there. Um, but some of my friends went there one night, they're like, Hey, do you want to go to this haunted house? And I'm like, Nope, Nope. I'm not about that. So they, uh, they went to this place and they say it was really weird. It had like, an otherworldly feeling like each room was different. Like one room would be like really stinking hot and it'd be freezing cold in the next <laughs> room where they could see their breath. Um, but it was like, it was like, you know, it wasn't really hot or cold. It was like, I think it was in the, like the springtime. Um, so, I mean, it shouldn't have been cold when they were in there. And they said that whenever they left, they got really freaked out. Also, also there was like pentagrams and stuff painted on the walls. Uh, which freaked them out. So they left and then they heard something in the woods walking. And so that, that freaked them out even more. And so they kind of ran back. And uh, one of the guys said that he turned around and looked and he saw like a huge black figure standing like a a huge, like, you know, eight feet tall figure standing in the woods. Um, They ran back on their car. They tried to start the car. It wouldn't start, you know, that, that, that old horror movie trope, you know, you, you get in the car, you're like, Oh, I'm freaking out. And the car won't start. You know, that's the luck. Um, but they got in there and the car wouldn't start. And finally it started and they drove off. And that's that. But the thing is, um, if <laughs> I keep going back to confessionals, cause it, he had a recent guest on and it, it had his account of a dog, man, creature happened actually in the area that I'm speaking about right now. And, um, so, <laughs> I called, or if, no, I didn't call. I got on Facebook and I found the girls who the girl who lived in that house, and I I messaged her, and I didn't think I'd hear back from her. And
0: not she, creepy at all, Jason. Not no, creepy she, at all.
1: So she messaged, she messaged me <laughs> right back, and she was like, "It's so weird that you said a dog creature, werewolf creature." She's like, "I, I used to stand on that porch at night, and I swear." I could hear something watching or hear something moving in the woods and, and I could just feel something watching me that its eyes were on me. And she said, I swear it looked like a giant wolf and like upright wolf. And that's, and that's from her words. And, and this her, is,
0: this happened in Knoxville.
1: Yeah, dude. Yeah. Where in Knoxville. So uh, no, I, I, don't give
0: me her exact address. I don't want to, no. I don't want to start this for well, I me. Mean,
1: she doesn't live there anymore. I mean, she was already gone by the time these kids were, you know, going to investigate the haunted house. You know, they hadn't moved out. Okay. okay. Um, so, Clinton Highway, Walmart. Um, of, course behind,
0: Walmart. of course it's yeah. Walmart.
1: Well, behind Walmart, there is a Powell Auctions, which they auction off properties and other things. So, there's like a driveway that goes back in there, like a dirt driveway, and the house is back there. The house is still there. But um, apparently, Powell Auctions bought it out, and they use it for storage of some sort. But yeah, it's, Interesting. yeah. That's um,
0: cool. I guess my my next, I don't know, man. I, I think my biggest problem with werewolves too is like, what came first, the chicken or the egg? Right? Because every werewolf trope you see, you got to get bitten by a werewolf or scratched by a werewolf, and then you can become a werewolf or you'll die from the bite of the scratch. Like who, who was the first werewolf? How did the first werewolf come to be? Is it, is it some dude who made a pact with the devil? I mean, uh, does the lore explain any of that?
1: So uh, from what I looked up, I didn't see any lore about who was the first werewolf. Um, I didn't, maybe I didn't dive deep enough into that. I didn't ask the right questions on Google. Google, you know, <laughs> um, but so there is something that's it's strange. So if you look into the Bible, um, the fallen angels during the Genesis came down and they mated with with women, and they made these creatures called the Nephilim, which were you know half angel, half human, and um, supposedly this is ex- extra biblical. The Bible doesn't talk about it, but. Um, there's writings from, I think it's, gosh, what is it? Um, the book of Enoch, I think it is, um, that talks about it where pretty much they, these fallen angels were like doing experiments in gene manipulation and creating chimera, which are, you know, half animals like they, you know, take a, take a, a wolf and splice it with a fish you know I'm being I'm being silly with that but you know um, interesting
0: combination
1: yeah yeah Um, but yeah that's that's like a whole there's a whole thing about that that you know these fallen angels were creating these hybrid creatures and um, the thing is that's so weird is I don't know if you remember like back I guess late 80s 90s there was like stories about Nazis like doing experiments trying to put apes heads on human bodies. And I think actually Chinese did that also where they were experimenting of making chimeras, like using like pigs and splicing pigs with humans. And uh, it's, there's like a long history of this genetic manipulation going on throughout history, uh, which I mean, that could explain it all right there. I mean, gosh, what would be an, an ultimate, killing machine for the military to have like this wolf creature that like they could just unleash, like take and drop it out of a plane into behind enemy lines, and it just goes and just starts ripping people to shreds. I mean, that would be an, an awesome weapon, right?
0: Well, I don't know if you've ever seen uh, Love, Death, and Robots on Netflix. A uh, huge shout out to anybody who's ever seen that. It is amazing. Um, basically, it's kind of like the show Black Mirror. I think more people are probably familiar with that. It's kind of like uh, Black Mirror in the sense of it's animated shorts. Um, That are about 15 to 20 minutes long, but they actually have an episode where the Americans do have werewolves and they're in like Iraq or Afghanistan. And there are also werewolves in Afghanistan, um, which is actually crazy, but. I think that's season one of Love, Death and the Robots. So if you're interested in that, I would definitely go check it out. I think it's in like the middle of the season between like maybe episode like five and nine or something like that. So, um, but yeah, I mean, but then uh, why a wolf, right? Why not? Why wouldn't you just do a lion or, or like you said, an ape dude, apes are strong. Like if a wolf rolled up on a gorilla, dude, the wolf is done for dude. Why not a bear, a bear stronger than a wolf.
1: But you got to think, I mean, these wolves we're talking about are like, eight to 10 feet tall and like huge muscles. I mean, they could probably take a gorilla, you know?
0: Yeah. But then you got to think like, what if they would have spliced it with a gorilla instead of, of a wolf, then it would be even bigger. Then it would be 12 feet tall. It'd be King Kong.
1: Maybe they spliced the wolf with a gorilla. You know, did you think about that? Who knows? Who knows? It's a good point. But man, there's, I mean, gosh, there is this guy, okay, he is from Louisiana. His name is Dark Waters, and he does a show on YouTube. Um, I think a lot of his stuff you have to subscribe to listen to, but he um, he relays stories, like he does secondhand accounts, like someone will send him in a story and he'll read it. Um, but he has these stories of these military guys, and they liter- literally go and hunt creatures like this, like legendary creatures. And it it's, it's some of the most entertaining stories I've ever heard. Um, I, I mean, totally could see a movie made about these. They're, they're so great. Um, but he talks about, um, while well, I'm on dark waters, he talks about this, the siege siege of Lockett ranch. And so this is in Louisiana. And so, No, it wasn't. It was in Taylor, Mississippi in 1948. So there was like this family who moved into the house and uh, they were, you know, farming and such. And all of a sudden, these like wolf creatures um, came out of the woods. And I guess they didn't like them being there. Or maybe I can't remember if they didn't like them being there or if they the, the family shot at them first. Something antagonized these creatures, right? And pretty much it, like, destroyed the house and the family had to leave. Um, but it is, it, w- it was crazy. And so the story was provided by Edward Lockett third, who is still alive today. And he, like, I think he was there when it happened. But, I mean, you can go on YouTube, just look up Siege of Lockett Ranch and, I mean, I, I suggest you guys listen to it because it, it's a great story. Um, Dark Waters is a great storyteller. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, dude, they're, I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I keep going back to this, but, gosh, I think the world is so much weirder than we will ever know or be told. I think there's so much more that the government doesn't want us to know. Like, so much... So I think they tried to hide things and they tried to desensitize us to things. I mean, so this, another weird thing about this whole phenomenon and also the big fit phenomenon is, you know, all these great big acres and acres of land that the government took and made national parks where you can't hunt. You're only allowed in certain areas after dark. Um, I mean, what are they trying to hide there? Right. I mean, they like, <laughs> and there's even some areas of the, of national parks where you're not allowed to go at all. Like period. You can't go there. Uh, it's, it, it's, <laughs> are they trying to hide something? It,
0: it's, mm, it's weird. I mean, I mean, could be right. I think Nash, na- like national parks are, are. I'm not an outdoorsy person, so this is a totally subjective opinion, but like I think a lot of national parks like have a lot of dangerous things in them. Like if you go to I think it's like Yosemite or like Yellowstone, they have these huge pools of like volcanic water, like I've seen on a thousand ways to die one time, some dude fell into this water and he died. And, you know, some dude hiking in Alaska gets trampled to death by a moose. Somebody on the Appalachian trail gets killed by a bear. Um So did, does the government hide things in there? I mean, who, who knows? I, I don't know, but like, definitely. I think that those, those spaces in general are, are pretty dangerous to be in, in the first place.
1: Yeah, totally. I mean, it's it's not a place for the, you know, someone who's untrained. I mean, yes, you can there's, you know, there's little pathways and walkways which anyone can go down. But I mean, you can still get lost on those. Um, Don't get me started on uh, missing 411. That, dude, if you haven't looked into that, it is crazy. It's like all about these people who go missing in national parks. Very, very strange. And some of them are found like there's kids like three year olds, they go missing and they're found like seven eight miles away up on top of these
0: mountains. I've I've her- heard that one. I've heard that one. I, yeah. I've I've definitely and I've heard one even where a kid like a seven year old kid is like in a swamp. He gets separated from his family in a swamp and he's found like twenty miles away, like three days later. Yeah, and it's crazy. Are like there's no way a toddler could have covered that much distance, but like. Speaking of, of the government hiding stuff from us, um, I, I definitely think that, that that's a good segue into our our next episode's topic. Um, and for next episode, we're, we're kind of missing the date here a little bit. But one of the saddest days in our nation's history, 9-11, um, has come and gone once again. And I definitely think there is a lot more to, to 9-11 than meets the eye. Um, not just the Twin Towers, but the Pentagon and and some other things that are going on and and things that con- conspiracy theories that have been floating around now for well over, you know, over a decade, um, you know, over two decades now, conspiracy theories floating around. And I, I think a lot of them actually will, will have some truth to them. Um, and I think that's something that uh, we're definitely going to really, really dive into next episode.
1: Yeah, dude, I'm 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 looking forward to that because I mean, there's gosh, there's so much about 9/11 that's unanswered and it's just it's a it was a horrific time. Um it, it's very sad that, you know, a lot of people lost their lives and we really I wish we could find out the truth, but I don't I don't think we'll ever be able to find out the truth at all. Um no matter, you know, there's there's so many theories And gosh, they all could be true (laughs) as, as crazy as it sounds. I mean, there could be some truth to all of it.
0: Yeah, I I totally agree. I I totally agree.
1: Okay. So guys, you need to go check out Reaper apparel. There are new partners. And if you go there, if you put in discount code AFK discussions, you'll get 10% off. They have a lot of really cool clothes. Um, Their whole story is, or not story, but their whole mentality is live your life to the fullest. Uh, you never know what tomorrow is going to be. So you live your life like today's your last. And it's their brand is just really cool and their shirts are cool. So check them out.
0: Yeah, their website is super awesome, guys. Um, shout out to them for giving us a discount code. We really appreciate you guys. But that's it for this episode of AFK Discussions. Uh, we will catch you Sunday after next uh, when we talk about 9-11. Have a good night, guys. See you, Jason.
1: See you, man. Peace.